great to see you, man. Thanks for taking too, time bro. today. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. uh it's a Thursday here in Ohio, uh in good old Medina, south of Cleveland. It's uh seven what sixties today. It's November. I'm November looking 10th. 62, 62 and sunny. 62 and sunny and it's incredible. Uh, Full disclosure, Vanessa and I have uh, already started decorating for Christmas. Uh, we have everything up but the tree. So for those of you watching, um, it is November 10th. No shame whatsoever at all. The older we get, yep. the faster this time of the year goes. Yes, Everybody sir. embrace it. I don't. Whatever holiday you celebrate, decorate early if you decorate. Embrace the, the holidays. Embrace it. Embrace don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait till the last minute. You know, be a kid, allow yourself to be a kid. And we're going to do a breaking it down about uh, the holiday season. I can't and what wait it means to, to do us. that. I can't wait to do that, bro. Do you know that I just, just to your point, I'm so glad you brought this up on November 1st. So we, you know, we love Halloween with the kids. We do a whole thing. Halloween's yeah. a huge celebration. The next day, November 1st, we start watching Christmas movies. There it is. Th this is there. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, slow clap here because yeah. this is amazing. And, <laughs> you know, before, again, we're going to probably have to record this ep uh, holiday episode in the next couple of weeks. But before we get to that episode, I was thinking about you um, earlier this week when I had a chance to listen to your recent seven minute story that came out. Uh, link is in the comment section. You guys, uh, if you haven't subscribed to seven minute stories, it's a must must listen podcast that Aaron hosts and That's created. Right episode called the disclosure and it's funny because i didn't know a whole lot about this event from high school i believe it was was it sophomore junior sophomore junior sophomore junior year so it was like sophomore junior year i think i right. can't remember exact but it was like 10th 11th grade time period yeah there it is you know it's funny because where i live uh i hear like the high school band on friday nights like you probably hear it too the football games and i'm like like all these high school memories are coming back. Um, good ones this time, not me escaping, which is a <laughs> episode that you'll have to listen to here. Right. There are some good memories for there sure. There are some good memories. And one of them, um, I had to, I had to ask you to do this episode because I wanted to learn more. I believe there was a, a film you were in sophomore, junior year that completely changed you changed your life in high school, right? There's yeah. 500 kids right you became an overnight celebrity. Your life changed. You had, you basically were probably signing autographs in the hallway. The girls that never would have talked to you, they were oh. embracing you. You became an overnight sensation from a film that, that you put together, or your team put together in high school. I want to know more about this. Like the seven minute story was phenomenal. There's some other things. There's a lot more to unpack. Yeah, we... we Yes. Can we unpack that? And before we get to that, what I what I also find interesting is it wasn't all of what you thought at the end after the celebrity status and it had an impact on you. Can you tell can you tell us more about that? I want to I want to learn more about this. Yeah, a little bit of a twist ending which we'll get to or at least an unexpected ending. Okay. But you're but you're right. There is that day. It was the day of uh a screening actually of a film that I was a part of and we screened it in front of the entire high school and yeah. anybody who clearly who's gone to high school knows you want to feel seen 
like in some way, no matter what, even people who are like, yeah, like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Everyone acts out in different ways. We all have the different styles. We all have the different click. But really, at the end of the day, most people, you just want to have a, you want to have your one shining moment, right? You and I did, bro. We've had, we told stories about on this podcast, being in bands. We're going to talk about being, we've wanted things so bad that in fact, band members have attacked each other. There's going to be a story like that one of our seasons. Listen, when you are pursuing something you want to do, especially in high school where you have your whole future in front of you, you know what I'm saying? You right. don't have the, the the type of um, obligations that you do as an adult. So just like the world is your oyster kind of thing. And so you have these big dreams. Bro, you know, this was an unexpected situation, but I, I could, I'll, I'll go back to the beginning of how, of how this started actually, Please. because it actually started with, it started because uh, a friend of mine, and he was actually just kind of an acquaintance, uh, this guy named Jay, um, I'll just keep it at that, you know, for the, for the show. Um, but my friend Jay, he was walking down the hallway one day and he's like, Hey, uh, I'm doing this movie and I want you to be in it. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, and, I, and it was a nice, you know, you're a kid. But when he did ask me, I actually had to weigh some things because you and I at the time were in the band together. Little now, did I know something was, going, <laughs> something was going on behind the scenes here. Yeah, this is, so here, I have to tell you, so we were in a band together and we were in a band called Downward Spiral. And <laughs> let's be honest, and to be honest, listen, man, this, it wasn't you and me that were making the band go in a downward spiral. We were part of it. Again, teasing a future episode, there was our band was collapsing. And so you and I, and this is important to say, you and I had been in this band working on stuff, playing gigs, trying to get noticed musically, and things weren't going exactly as we planned, right? And so the band was in a in a in a difficult like stasis. We were in a in a difficult spot. And so when Jay came up to me in the hallway and was like, hey, I, I want you to be in this movie, I kind of was in my mind at the as being a high school kid, right? I'm like, right. well, I was like, what am I going to do about my rock star career? I, these are legitimate conversations in it, my head, right? It, you know what I'm talking I, about. This is real, real stuff for everybody. I hope those of you that are watching this can relate. Like you said it best. We're in high school. This is rock star status. I mean, <clears throat> whether you're on the the captain of the football team, captain of the volleyball team, cheerleading squad, or you're into more of the creative arts, this is a big deal. Being in a band, doing film projects, this stuff can really catapult overnight sensation. It can catapult people into careers down the road, which led to you know where where we're at today in our creative endeavors. But um, yeah, absolutely, Aaron. And listen, those dreams, though, Anthony, you know this, like those dreams, we kind of make fun of them because of how idealistic we are at the time, how optimistic we are. Anyone who's watching, you know, in your high school, in your mind, you're like, yeah, I have this vision. But listen, there is even it might sound like it's pie in the sky, but there's evidence to show that it can happen. Look how many bands start in high school. Look how many famous bands and artists and musicians get their start in high school with their contemporaries. It just happens that way. So it's no wonder that we were trying to model ourselves after a lot of our favorite bands that we were listening to. And they got a lot of their starts when they were young, 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. There's not a lot of bands forming at like 57. Nothing wrong with 57. It's going to be a great year when we get there. But there's not a lot of bands coming together the origin story usually doesn't start, hey, I was 57 
working as an accountant and I picked up a guitar and something special happened. It usually starts earlier. So we had that stereotype. So when Jay asked me to be in this student film, I was like, I don't know. I kind of felt a conflict. I felt like, I don't know, like I was going to, I wasn't sure if, if it was going to be something that, um, before we go any further in the story, from what I remember in the seven minute story version, it sounds to me, and I could be wrong, quote me if I'm wrong, that Jay propositioned like this to you with like you had to make a decision it sounds like not an ultimatum but Aaron look this is a big deal this is a big project I don't know if you can really focus on being in downward spiral and this film project at the same time so you probably had some type of internal battle going on like hey my best friend Anthony downward spiral which went downward whole nother story or this new film project which could be like a fresh start am I right on that you're totally right. So he was pretty serious and I want to give him credit because he was the one that spearheaded the whole student film thing. I had never acted or did anything like that. And he, he said to me, Hey, listen, if you can, I want you to do this. And he's like, you're going to be the villain in this, in this action film. Right. So I was like, this is amazing. By the way, the action film was a classic nineties. It was like, you know, government secrets and government agents and one lone, you know, do-gooder who's on the run. It's like a, a really cheesy right. storyline, but it was amazing. But he said, if you want to do this, I'm going all in. You have to commit to this. And it was my first, it was my first real, like, I was like, man, it, if I commit to this fully, what does that mean for downward spiral? What does right. that mean for us? And in fact, I think the band actually, I believe whether I, it was on purpose or not actually i believe broke up during the beginning portions of this doing this film new, this is all new news this to me folks i've known Aaron since preschool we're both like 39 <laughs> years old um I know, I'm, del- I'm coming in hot with the revelation yeah, i mean yeah but, but as I, you know the way it went down the way the band broke up it wasn't because of this film it was it was just <laughs> Are you sure? We don't listen to the future episode of the attack and you'll know the reason why this band We're gonna, broke up. Aaron and I might have our first ever debate live on BID. <laughs> That's right. So, um, I, I, if it's okay, I, I have a couple questions. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Acting. Was this something that like, how did this even come about? Did you do film classes in school? Was Jay just like observing you in the halls and like, Hey, look at this, look at this kid. He would be. I'm going to recruit him <laughs> for my film. Did you get taken out to a fancy dinner and like wine and dine to like accept the role? Were you, were you sent to script overnight into the mail? Like, tell us more. How did you go from guitar shredding Aaron yeah. rock star to I'm going to be a movie star? Well, it, I think it's purely at the time it was a seek, it was seeking attention, right? It was wanting it, knowing that I wanted to express myself in some way. And as you know, I was doing that in a band with a guitar, shredding it up, right? Shredding it up, playing solos during portions of the songs where I probably shouldn't have, where we need to return to the chorus. I'm still two hand tapping and destroying the song. I'm making it about me. Listen, that's where, that's where it was, where that's what it was sourced from why I wanted to do it. But no, dude, I had no idea. I'd never been in a movie. I didn't have any training. The only thing I ever did was I liked movies. I saw actors I liked, but I had no real training. None of that, all that training and performance and storytelling, all that stuff came later in life. This was the first time though, someone said, and of course it played to my ego. Of course. He's like, I want you to be the star in a movie. Like, I'm like, well, 
It's a good idea. Let me think about let it. Me, let me think about it. Let me talk to my agent, figure out if I can squeeze some time in. No, it was an ego thing. And it was something where, and here's the reality. And because the band Downward Spiral was going downward, I had a choice to make. Do I jump ship from one opportunity to another? So <laughs> as that's going down, literally, Anthony, I'm jumping from one ship. And this just seemed like a legitimate opportunity, even though I had never acted before. And I say again, opportunity within the scope of high school, right? So like with the scope of, it was just, can I make, can I have my one shining moment? Thought it was going to be here. Maybe it'll be in this movie. Mm. And what gave me the confidence in that is what you said was Jay. This guy was so organized. I had never seen a human being this focused, organized project manager. Who knows? He could have been, he could have been taking headshots, snapshots of different people in the analyzing different people that could, he's in his could, dark room right like at like two in the morning uh there's aaron yeah, yeah. getting his book out of his locker it, get, it could get creepy he looks like Who, a perfect villain he's he's re he has dummies of me at home just measuring size like it could have been weird but but I, in all seriousness he was just a really <laughs> he was just ah. a, a really excited guy and he and on top of that he wasn't just talk he delivered he was like and, and i knew this because the first he did send me a script. It wasn't, it was at the time, I think it was just through email. It was like a word document. And he's like, I have a script and I have highlighted what your lines are. Mm. I want you to read through, but you have, and so I had to read through the script and I looked at it and I was like, wow. And I was practicing my lines. And then we did a rehearsal mm. with everybody. I was like, I didn't know what this was. We all showed up to his house. His mom's making, we got fruit snacks. His mom's making, you know, Totino's pizza rolls in the oven. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> it's insane. Here. We're, we're doing a read through what's happening this is like first of all I, I i gotta be honest with you i might need to have a conversation with jay why wasn't i called so jay if you're watching this if you have any projects dm me or aaron i'd love to be in one okay so jay this downward spiral is going downward to your point the yeah. name itself was foreshadowing jay comes along on a lifeboat there it is. He has a life preserver and he's going to take you to this glorious island. You <laughs> jump, you jump into the water. He throws the line out and pulls you in and you're going on to this new found glory. I mean, you are being wine and dined by Jay's family. You have scripts you're reading off of. How, what did it feel like to be in the moment where you're like, okay, I think the music stuff might be on hold. This could be my thing. You had to have been on a, a level of high that maybe is hard to explain to some people unless you're on a stage or um, something like that, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, because playing out as a musician and, you know, you you gigged for many, many years, there is a feeling when you perform live, it's like nothing that you've ever experienced. I got a little bit of that with guitar. Um the difference though is you're in a band, right? So the focus isn't just on you, it's right. on the entire band. And it's good to be a part of that. For me, I was just, bro, I, I I just wanted, I don't know what I wanted. I know I liked expressing myself. I know I liked telling stories. I just didn't think that performing was an actual thing you could do. It was just something right. that other people did in California. It was just like you had movie stars and you had people from Ohio and they were just different people. Right. It's just like, it just wasn't possible. But when he asked me to be in this film, again, even though it's a student film, it is a high because what would happen is we would do these read-throughs and I found myself liking embodying the character. I liked the performance part of it. And I noticed a couple of things. I noticed that when I was reading lines that 
the people on the table and the other, they found it to be interesting the way that I did it. Mm. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know. I just knew I got a reaction. People were like, oh, that was really good the way you did that. And I was like, oh, I got this confidence. And so it was this confidence building thing. And I remember even actually it's funny because it wasn't, I'm just remembering this now. It wasn't even the movie itself at first. It was the get togethers that we would have with the the cast. And of course, since we're kids, it would be our parents. Mm -hmm. And after these read throughs, we'd be eating pizza you know, get, getting a personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut, right? There Coming in. Oh, so good. There oh. it is. Maybe a stuffed crust. Who oh. knows what could be showing up? Um, got, a, got a Canada Dry or maybe a Dr. Pepper, right? In a, in a red plastic cup with some ice. Um, we're just sitting around and I'm telling stories and I have an audience. I have a cast and I'm sitting there. And, and Jay's mom actually said to me, she goes, you should go into like, stand-up comedy or performing or something i was like i don't know it's weird it again she's i didn't make that she said that to me so it was these moments being part of the movie and then the the it just opened up a whole new world and then i realized wait a second like maybe i could be in the movies or maybe i could do something like this where i perform and i share stuff with an audience that's where it started then we would show up to these sets anthony we're in high school This is the part that's very intriguing to me. We're showing up to government buildings. We have credentials. Jay has curated relationships with people. He's 18. We're walking into government buildings. We have access to to entire factories and warehouses. This is crazy. He's got a set. There's explosions happening on set. Like there's there's TNT. He had special effects. He was able to leverage like all the equipment from the school. It was a real lesson in like someone being able to not just to have an idea, but to, to, to do something with that and then persuade people. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. When you do that for good, you can do a lot of good. And Jay did a lot of good and and helped, you know, he's still in the film business to this day. It also shows you the power that people who have that kind of power, you could persuade people. Jay could have started a cult. Like, (laughs) Listen, I don't mean to go on a tangent here. He had people, Anthony, he had law enforcement, local law enforcement. And they're like, yeah, come on in. And like, they were showing us how to, I'm just sharing in the action scenes, like how to use a gun. Like what's the proper way to, they were involved. They were involved. And then they they let us like do stuff in the school. And you have to understand this is a very serious pause here. I was just talking to Jay on the phone about this, actually, after the seven minute story came out. Another layer to this is this is an action movie, right? And so it's pretend, but we had, you know, we had firearms or running around. It's a movie. It's like a any action movie. You see there's action sequences and, and simulated violence. Well, this was right on the backdrop of Columbine. Oh, wow. It, it was actually right afterwards. So the fact that Jay was able to even allow the participation of the school and everybody in at all was incredible just considering the environment and clearly our intentions were just like we want to make a movie right Right. we weren't thinking as kids about the larger ramifications of imagery and all that kind of stuff so he persuaded them and i think the other thing is honestly you the school itself they really vetted the project and they they were cool to actually let us follow our dreams and they checked in they made sure there was like a lot of discussion of should we screen it or should we they in fact made us change the posters 
because there was some violent imagery on the poster. Mm. So they they were vetting it, but I think they knew what our intentions were and they were cool to let it happen and wow. nothing bad happened. In fact, something actually incredible happened the day that we screened the film. So yeah, we filmed it, dude. I was in character. I'm in a, I, I had this giant, I was too big for this suit because I'm five foot three, like 120 pounds, but I'm the bad guy. And it was hilarious. It was just an, a cool experience to be on the set with your friends and performing. I thought, who knows, man? I, maybe this is the ship that is going to take me yeah. to a possible future. So first of all, thank you for sharing all that because this is amazing. I'm learning a, a lot of this stuff. You didn't know, you didn't know a lot it's, about this, did you? We no, haven't really. Yeah. It's incredible. And I remember uh, watching it in school, which we're going to talk about here momentarily, but um, a little bit more about like your role. Like what was your character's name? I don't remember my character's name. I think it was just the lead agent. And See, so that's awesome. If you yeah. think if you've seen the Matrix, it's like what's what's the the main um, Mr. Anderson, that guy, something like, like that, something like I'm the lead agent. I yeah. was the lead agent, and then there was two two my friend Adam, uh, and another I think his name was Rob, and they were like the two kind of goon agents that would just follow me around. But I had most of the lines, so they were silent, and okay. I would have these one liners of like yeah. you know these ridiculous one liners of like. I can't even remember, but I would come under the scene. We would chase someone, get there. And there was just a lot of violence. I was like shooting a lot of people. It was like crazy. So, uh, so, yeah. So you, you had to go like, how long was the filming process? Let me ask that. And then I have a couple more questions and then I want to get to the day. Of. Yeah. A few months. It, it lasted a few months. So like we're in school. So we would do this after school and on the weekends. Okay. Yeah. That, that, so, okay. So, so almost a few months. Yeah. So it had, was it challenging to turn it off? Like, okay, you're, you're going like first period, second period, all the way up to eighth period. It's like blase. It's boring. It's school, right? Um, yeah. Then you get, you turn that off. The book bag goes into the locker. The Gatorade comes with you. Maybe you turn into, you go from Aaron student yeah. to Aaron, the movie star. And then you have to turn it off again to go back to first period the day after shooting. Was it hard to to come out of that? And I know there's more to this, like yeah. because of the screening, but even just the day to day, like, did you find it hard to go back to normal life? Like you had to go home and say like, hey, mom. And then your mom's like, did you do your homework? You're like, hey, look, I just got done filming an action scene. I'll worry about it later. Yeah. You know, Here, here's the reality. I didn't have to turn it off. It wasn't hard because school was never turned on. There, there. See, this is Aaron. The student was just he was just a budding movie star that happened to sit in school for six hours. There it is. I, I, I was getting C's and D's like, and I, I meant I made a distinctive choice to abandon all my, listen, this you know is your this rocket is. ship out. There's a rocket ship launching and someone's asking you to take a Spanish two test. Guess what? I'm going into outer space with Matthew McConaughey. Cause we have planets to find. Why I'm not? I'm Hopefully not. You don't run into Dr. Man. <laughs> Tell us about our world. It's cold and it's bleak, but it's habitable. Listen, that was it. So it wasn't hard to turn off because I'm just, dude, I let everything slip. I didn't study. I was just talking about the film all day. I was, I was going to school just so I could see, you know, just like we saw each other in the hallways yeah. just to see my friends in the hallway. I got a question for you though. Here it comes. What were you thinking? Did you know, did you know I was going through this whole movie star thing while our band was falling apart? I'm coming in hot and ask you right now. And you I mentioned- yeah. Did you know, did you have a sense of that was happening? I wish I had a recollection 
of like what was going on in that moment. But I will say I do vaguely remember like there started to become a distance like from the from the band. Like we're not doing practices. Travis didn't seem inspired. So I think like I just kind of collectively looked at it and I'm like, maybe the band's just not working out. Little right. did I know that, you know, you were on this film project. But honestly, like I'm I'm thrilled to learn all of this because it's an amazing, an amazing opportunity. So you guys filmed for a couple of months. Yeah. Did you guys do like um a pre-screening kind of like they do like the red carpet, like arrive the cast arrives, maybe you bring friends and family. Was there any type of event where it was just the actors and maybe family to watch the film before it goes to the big screen? We did that. We did it with family and friends <clears throat> and it was awesome. But we, the other thing we were worried about was a pre-screening where we had to show it to the school board. Right. So they actually had to watch the film first before they let it air. And in fact, they actually, we, they, um, they, we had edits, final edits that we had to make to the film. Okay. To take out violent elements because there was violent even more. So there was things that got cut from the film just because, I mean, what were we doing? This is like an education. This is school. It's like action films with people blowing each other up. So even though it was creative, it was still right. hilarious. So that was the one I was worried about. So we, yeah, we screened it, man. We screened it in front of the entire school board. But then after the cuts, they said, this was the best thing. Jay pushed for this. He goes, since you've approved this, can we screen it? for the entire school to watch. And somehow he was wow. able to get them. And this is where you saw it probably. Yeah. He got them to allow us to screen this movie for the entire school. And so wow. everybody got to miss a class from ninth grade to seniors. And so thousands of people came to see this, the audit, the auditorium. I remember. What would you, what do you remember? Did you see the posters? What were you, what was going through your mind where you're like, my guitarist, what is this just a side project? So, oh, so, so Eric, like there, what's going on? There comes a moment where there comes a moment in time, lead singer of downward spiral here. The band's not working out. I haven't talked to you as much. Again, no ill will, no ill will, no beef between us. It's no. just like, look, you are you were involved in this underground film project, which became above ground. And I do remember seeing posters doing a double take. <laughs> I think that's Aaron. So he's on this poster. There's posters all over the school board. There's announcements being made. This, this film disclosure. Do you remember that? I re I remember it. Oh that you get to like pick that they're going to be screened like these periods throughout the day. And I remember the auditorium, it was on the right-hand side. When you walked in the halls, the seats were blue. Yes. It was beautiful. It was a, a pretty decent sized auditorium. So I was like, this is my, like, this is my good, my best friend. He's now a movie star. Like what is happening? And I, I remember just thinking like, I just couldn't wait to see the film. Like, this is exciting. First of all, I get to see you in a film. Second of all, I get to miss an entire period of class. That's the key. When, win right sign me up um so you guys do the screening you yeah. get it approved jay pulls some strings uh you're able to talk the school into allowing students to miss education to see the film which i think it's important because film creativity and showing that and inspiring others is super important right For sure um so talk to me about the night before you knew 
this was going to be screened in front of the entire school. Well, I was just, I, it was the, one of the best nights of my life because I was already planning, you know, who I was going to sign with, what agency. I was waiting for the call from Steel, Steven Spielberg to come in. Hey, we're doing a Jurassic Park sequel. We want you to be the main lead. I mean, this is, it was a extreme, it was an extremely um, exciting pro- prospect and and the fact also i was a little nervous because the whole school was going to watch it and then i was like oh shit was my performance any good right were they going to enjoy it so that was the that was the night before was a lot of like anticipating and also just kind of fearful the day of walking into the school is fantastic i remember seeing jay and from the morning we got there the whole crew we go into the we just sat in the auditorium all day and and if you remember students every period new batch 150 students 200 students would come into the auditorium they would do a quick introduction we would introduce the cast we sat down and i remember during the first screening of the film hearing people like here's the thing there was a lot of joy in laughing and it was we were all laughing because there was we knew even though we had these ideas of grandeur, like we knew we were still kids and we knew it was a student film we knew it wasn't perfect and so we were laughing at the parts that were silly. We were laughing at, it was just the joy of seeing your contemporaries in right. this medium. And you got to understand too, and people listening, you got to understand this was a hard thing to do. We didn't have iPhones. We didn't have cameras. We didn't have cell. I didn't have a cell phone till I was a freshman in college. So like we had to use digital cameras, which were not that good and lighting and editing. There was a lot of work that just to make this short film, to make it happen and the posters and all that stuff, like Jay and everybody else involved. I just showed up and just acted like an idiot on screen. But what we, what we did was we did this, um, we we did this project and to see it manifested on the screen in all seriousness was like, this is cool to be a part of something and to hear other people kind of laughing along with it. And it wasn't like, ha what a loser. It was like, dude, that was awesome. Like you put yourself out there. Like it was cool that you went out there and tried something and it made us laugh and it was fun. And we missed class. It was at every period that came in. It was wow. like that. It was a joyful experience. And then the dude, the applause afterwards, <sighs> I, bro, it was dangerous. It, it was yeah. dangerous. <laughs> the, the attention I started getting like, my ego, I was like, man, I've hit a nerve here and people are noticing this is my shining moment. This is... Hey, it was I, levitating. It's funny because I, I think I can... Well, we both can relate to that feeling from performing at our uh, school show called Spice, right? Like you feel you feel that. Like it's hard oh. to come off the high. Like not to talk about that, get back to your screening. So you must have felt like a red carpet type of experience, right? You walk oh, into that auditorium, you, you, I, I can only reserve seats the in the front reserved seats. There's reserved seats. You basically oh. feel like Leonardo DiCaprio arriving for the Titanic premiere. For sure. Right. The what feeling kind of is the same. You resemble Leo. I, I believe. Big, me and Leo, very big hat. You guys have similar features, which yeah. is an, was a huge compliment, right? Leo. Um, he's so a goat. he's a goat. So you get in, you're in your reserve spots. Talk to me about your, your dress that day. So like, did you change anything about your day to day? Like how you dressed, how you felt two days before screening. And then the day of screening, was there a pep in your, like another pep in your step? Was mm-hmm. your, was your uh, eye level a little higher as you were walking down the hallway? Actually, no. So more emotionally excited, but I didn't, I didn't change anything about that, that day. That day. 
So that was just showing up because I didn't know what was going to happen. I actually was fearful that people were going to laugh at us like, okay, losers. Like I had a ton, a ton of fear that people were going to be like, what a bunch of, lo-? especially like, there, dude, there's upperclassmen, there's hot chicks showing right. girls that I wanted to impress. So no, I didn't do that. It was actually after the screening, after the day was over, Okay, I started thinking about, I got to, I have a whole image change that has to happen the next day. So I had to actually think about the, the day after when this continues, I thought mm. when the, when the attention blows up even more, when I'm doing interviews with Barbara Walters at the school, because, because it, when this, when this, when the na- national, listen, people might be there. I guarantee there's people listening and be like, why is these guys, why are these guys talking about high school? Like, the reason why is clearly we're joking. We know within high school that we're laughing about it, but when you're in it, anybody that's following along knows this. When you're in those moments, right. it is real. Like it is so important to you. So you got to look back and have fun with these moments. You have to try to break down what was going on because the way we react to the moments then and how we react now, it's interesting to to explore. So no, I didn't think about it the day of, but I thought, after the screening, like, because as you said, to come full circle, some things started happening the afternoon after the screening, because it wasn't the whole day. It was like, so there's about a couple hours left in school and we got out of class for the whole day. So all I did was just walk around the hallways during the last two hours and essentially go to the vending machine, you know, get a couple of Twinkies. Uh, there maybe, it is. Who knows? Maybe a Gatorade, lemon, lime, lemon uh, lime. pop yeah, that out. Questionable, but... <laughs> maybe orange, who knows? But, but my point is I was walking around free as a bird and things started changing, dude, like girls that I had never dreamed of talking about were coming up to me after really? the student film. We're like, Hey, we should hang out sometime. Right. I was like, dude, the feeling was intoxicating. It's a great word. Even dudes, even guys like on the football team that I always wanted to get respect from. Right. They would, they were like, Hey bro, nice movie. You did great. I was like, I was like, <laughs> thanks, man. I was like, just appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? They're like, you're not half bad. That kind of a thing. Like, yeah. like at the end of Karate Kid, you're all right, Larusso. Like, it's <laughs> it's one of those moments where even the people you didn't like were giving you love. I thought my life has changed, and I got really focused. I'm going to be honest with you on that attention, and that's why that night I was like. I got to make sure I'm dressed in the nines. Who knows what dates I'm going to be going on? Right. Who knows where I'm going to be? I might be swept up and flown out to New York to do a showcase. I don't know. Anything could happen the next day. And um, that's not what happened the next day. Before we get to that, I can't wait to hear what happens the next day. The day of, there's a couple of things that came to mind in, in the moment. So when you're in between screenings, right? Mm-hmm. You had to go to some classes that day, right? Uh, I'm assuming. Actually, or actually, no. No. You were off the okay, so you were Hold off that. the calendar. But here's the reality. In between screenings, you could have stayed in the auditorium. You were going out into the hallways. Let, let's just uh, you were yeah, looking, Aaron. I have to I have to admit I did the same thing in between spice. You want that. I'm gonna, you know what? I just had a Twinkie an hour ago. I'm going to get another one. You want to know why? Yeah. I want to be discovered. And here's the thing for everybody watching. And, th- and this is going to help, uh, I think, kind of like even drive home some of the point. It's not just students, right, that are watching this film as teachers. But here's what's going on in our brains to, to add on to Aaron's point. 
What if like John's uncle is like a director at the creative arts agency? What if somebody happens to know Steven Spielberg? What if you never the, know. the possibilities are endless and we are relying on someone discovering us because you know there wasn't Instagram, like to your point earlier. No YouTube shorts, media. no podcasts. There wasn't a there wasn't a platform. Follow Aaron on YouTube shorts, by the way. Um, it's no YouTube walk. for the, for BID. No, there, there was none of this. You're right. There was none You're of this. So right. We, the reason why that existed, because that was the only way people got discovered. You, you put yourself out there and who knew who was going to be there. You could never know. Anybody could be there. So you're on this high all day. Mm -hmm. That's like intoxicating to your point. Um, you, you get home. You're probably asking your mom, hey, did Susie call? Like, what girls called Any for me? messages Maybe, for me? Yeah. Any, yeah. Got any messages? Bring them up to my room. I'll take my caviar with saltines. Yeah. Hey, so, mom, can I get a pager? I'm going to be getting some calls. Can I get... I, we need to go to Verizon right now. I need a pager. Unlimited plan. So you go upstairs. You kick your shoes off. You're probably watching TV, looking at your script, probably on your nightstand. <laughs> going through your closet, right? Yeah. I have to put myself in your shoes. What am I going to do for tomorrow? You know, I'm going to get shaved. I'm going to put some uh, some aftershave on in the for morning. Sure. I'm going to I'm going to put my new jeans on. Maybe you went over to the local Kohl's, got yourself a new outfit. <laughs> Things have changed for you in your mind. There is sure. no going back. You're not even going to probably have to finish the school year. Maybe you're going to have to have a tutor because you're going to be touring the country on film festivals. Yeah. What was talk talk about? getting to that next morning and what happened when you walked into school? Well, I, you're right. I, I try to model myself after, you know, some of the actors that I love. So Leonardo DiCaprio or Marlon Brando, right. Just like a black t-shirt, slick back hair, extra gel, LA looks sprayed with a little bit of, uh, you know, hairspray and, um, and, and you know, jeans, just kind of trying to mimic that look kind of like a yeah. James Dean kind of thing. Like had my hands in my pockets. I remember practicing my walk of like how I would walk in the hallway or like lean against my locker and just wait for like people like, Oh yeah, I was in that movie. <laughs> you, like you said, you put yourself on display like an animal. Like you, <laughs> you were you, willing, like, <laughs> Aaron, you were willing to do whatever it, what you were going to convince yourself that this was in your life. You might have even had uh, Marlboro Red Box rolled up into your sleeve. It might yeah. not have been cigarettes. It might have been a crayon box, but or it, candy cigarettes. It could have been candy cigarettes. Did you have sharpies in your pocket? Were you anticipating signing posters? Well, what's funny is the day before I did sign a couple of posters. It was front. It was they were like, "Want us? Can we get your autograph?" And they were half joking. Little did they know I was taking it seriously. <laughs> this was the biggest day yet. Did you charge for them? Hey, it's going to be ten bucks on the house. This one's on the house. Tell your friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But who knows when I get with an agent, they might charge for those appearances. So get them while they're hot. Uh, here, listen, I, I show up to school the next day. Um, new sketcher boots from Kohl's rolled up jeans and um, maybe French rolled at the bottom. French rolled. Good. I walk into school and what's crazy. No one said a single word to me. All the attention was gone. That's it was as if it was as if what the miracle that happened the day before didn't happen at all. 
And that was the biggest kick in the stomach and learning lesson for me because mm. it actually hurt because I was like, oh my God, this is so fleeting. The attention. We've talked about this, Anthony. We'll continue to talk about it. Yeah. I think you and I give it a phrase, a, a ter some terminology. I call it high school amnesia. Mm. And anybody that's been through high school, everyone kind of knows. Sometimes you have these really poignant experiences in high school. And because maybe it's the age, maybe I don't know why. But then all of a sudden, the next day, it's like they forgot. It's like everyone forgot like that you had this moment. They forgot. And that's I think that's with people in general, but it's much more acute in high school where it's like it's like relationships, right? One day you're getting married with you're like, we're going to get married. I love you. And the next day they're like, no, I'm going with Phil to the homecoming dance. It's over. Why is there it's a over. weird distance? It's like you, one day down. one day and you're in a band with me, Downward Spiral. Next day, your guitarist is in a movie on posters and Downward Spiral is now going down. It I'm in like, line trying to get your autograph. You're giving me the cold shoulder, which never happened. I just had it. It's like, but Aaron, it's can like I have your that. autograph. Hey, who are you? Yeah. What do you mean, Anthony? Is that you? <laughs> you look so different, Aaron. It's been a couple of days. I don't know. Things have changed. It happens like that, bro. You know what I'm talking about? Bands come and go. Girls come and go. Friends. Right. High school is so frenetic. It's so weird because it's it weird. just happens. But I think it's it's it is a sample size. It is uh, something that is mirrored in the larger world, and so I had two things I took away from this. Luckily, I don't know where my mind was. I just I, I caught this lesson in the moment. Was I knew that at that moment attention was fleeting. That like that in fact my desire to have that attention continue, and the ego and all the stuff it was good. Like it was good to a, a point. It's good to get recognized for things that you do well. It's yeah. good. But I realized my focus was on the attention right. it, or it had Ooh. transferred from being on the art and the creativity. And what, what was there though, what was still there was an appreciation for the friends that I made in this movie, the right. opportunity to create something that gave people joy for a day, the opportunity to have a platform to create. And, and so that's what I realized, like, wait a second, my attention and there was a benefit here. This still was one of the best days of my life, but not right. for what I thought it was. It wasn't because of the attention. It was because friends of mine got together and I was a part of it. And we made a movie together. We created something. We right. created something. And that creation, regardless if we look back and laugh now, because it's a silly student film, it actually at the time meant something. And I've carried that experience into my professional life now mm -hmm. where it's like, I try to keep my focus on the act of creation, just like we there do. We're, we're recording these episodes. It's yeah. the act of having the conversations. Yeah. Down the road, there might be some people who watch this. I know with my podcast, right. there's a lot of people that listen with YouTube shorts, yeah. a lot of people that like my storytelling that I've developed an audience with that, but, and that feels good, but bro, I use the story I just told you today as a checkpoint. As soon as I start getting too high on my own supply, as soon as I start feeling like, oh, no, because it could go like that. It, it could literally, everybody could abandon you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And all you got left is your circle of friends, the people wow. you love and the art that you create. That's, that's what I, and, and the, what you create, by the way, yeah, a student film is just a, a small minuscule example. But when you start getting in the world of creating stories or art or movies where a lot of people see it, the, the wave of attention might come and go, but there's always someone who's going to find what you did right and be helped by it 
that's the one attention uh, quotient that I really focus on is if there's that one person, I know it's kind of generic, but if there's that no. one person who sees it, that one, I keep it intimate like that. I keep it intimate. So I've, I've taken it to. to this day. Yeah. Yeah. We, we absolutely have to. So <clears throat> to bring us to a close, I could say this, um, the morning that you got up, um, after the film and you put your, your new sketchers on and you put your new jeans and you slick back your hair. Right. Yeah. And you felt alive the following day when that was deflated, you still got up and you put those sneakers on, you put those jeans on, but you had a little bit, a different pep in your step. And maybe you felt a little bit more grounded um, and realized like, Hey, you know what? Um, things are going to be not, as I anticipated, but that's okay. You know, it's you okay. still put those on you, you had a learning experience. And to your point, you know, you have that memory, you have that film forever. And going through something like that in life, I think is very humbling. Uh, it builds confidence and it really can build a landscape, a foundation at an early age that you can take into now. So I'm really grateful that you shared that experience with like, not only me, but just everybody watching. Hell yeah, man. And listen, it's, it's, you can mirror this. A lot of this is funny, right? We're laughing about high school, but in all seriousness, you can take, you can do one of two things with experiences. You could learn from them or you can let them define you. Right. So you, and so there are a lot of people, I get it. Not even now, like contemporaries, people, you know, people, people watching, they know something happens to them that they don't expect that they didn't want, or their career goes a certain way or something happens attention isn't paid to what, and they get lost right. in that void. They get lost in the, Oh God, no, all the attention's gone. And what happens is you start chasing it mm. and your life literally, you start forgetting what's in front of you, start forgetting right. the project, the meaningful stuff. And you're chasing, chasing, chasing. And here's the thing. You'll never catch it. Cause it's never permanent. Mm. It's never permanent. As soon as you catch it, you bottle it and you get a day like I had, right? Or you get a day where you, dude, 10 days later, the world goes on and you're left going, what about me? And they go, yeah, you're just like, you're, you're so small in the world. You're so mm. small in the scheme of the universe. Yeah. You're lucky to even get your 15 minutes and then you chase it again. You chase it again. Don't want to chase attention. Just, yeah. you know, let it come and go through you and just be appreciative for what you have. That's, that's what I've tried to do.